Credit Apart. Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park? I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP, and I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. All right, full disclosure, I was supposed to record this last night, but work got the best of me and life got the best of me and I was just tired straight up. Um, So I'm recording it in the middle of the day and I thought I was going to have some time. I thought it was going to work out perfectly. But what I didn't take into consideration is that lawn maintenance people are here all day. Everybody's getting their yard cut at a different time. So there's a chance you might hear some buzzing in the background. Um, If you do, blame it on the lawn people and not me and my only time to record. And if you don't, then shout me out and uh, praise my editing skills. And I got rid of it. So either way, we'll see how it goes. But anyways, man, since I'm talking about being tired, last time I talked to y'all, I had just gotten my second shot. I didn't really update y'all on how it went. So as I was sitting down to get the shot, uh, the lady was like, yeah, it's been about 50-50. Some people are saying they're feeling it. Some people saying they haven't. And so I'm like, all right, cool. That's fine. I didn't really feel anything on the first one except a sore arm. That's all I'm banking on this time. So I get my shot, go on about my day, and as the day moves on, I'm like, man, my arm is getting sore. This is a little more sore than last time. I might be, uh, you know, feeling it a little more. I really don't think too much about it because, you know, sore arm is a sore arm. Do everything that I went and did that day, ran some miles, dinner, just all the, all the normal stuff, nothing big. I think there might have even been a baseball game that day. I can't remember. But long story short, it was cool. Went to bed, no worries. I woke up the next morning and my wife wakes up early so she can work out. And so I'm kind of usually half asleep or in and out of it. And for some reason, when she woke up, I was like, man, I don't feel good. I almost felt like I was still dreaming, like it wasn't really happening to me. And I was like, man, I just don't feel well. So I was like, let me get out of this dream. And then I went to wake up and I opened my eyes and I was like, oh, oh boy. This was not a dream. This was not a drill. I was going down. But I still didn't realize it. I just kind of was like, all right, let me get up and get moving. Started to get the boys ready. And then uh, I started feeling nauseous. Started feeling, you know, queasy. Started feeling like uh, my stomach was hurting, like I needed to go to the bathroom. I was in trouble. And I looked at my wife and I was like, I'll be right back. And she was like, (sighs) so. After we got the boys ready and I got them down to school and we had to take the dog to the vet, I'm driving back from the vet and I'm like, man, I can't hardly drive. So I struggle home for 10 minutes on the road. And by the time I get back to the house, I'm like out of gas, literally. I'm laying on the couch trying to get right because I got a meeting. I end up taking the meeting from the couch and I'm like laying down. Thank God we didn't have to have our cameras on because I was struggling. And like I darn near fell asleep in the meeting and then we had some people coming by to look at some things in the house they could have robbed me point blank i was so tired i was able to let them in and i had their mask on and you know i had mine on and all that stuff but i was like do you need me to walk around can i just sit down they was like oh yeah you're cool so i was you know on some more conference calls half paying attention then you know i'd get up every time they needed me and when i got up it actually felt better to get up and walk around 
but I'd be so tired, I'd be so out of energy that the only thing I wanted to do was lay back down. After I get through all that, you know, those people leave, then we get a call from the school saying that Jax is sick. So I'm so tired, I'm so out of it, I can't even pick him up. So my wife's gotta pick him up and bring him home. So when she brings him home, she's looking at me like, oh man, oh man. So now Jax is sick upstairs, I'm sick downstairs. The day just didn't get any better. I ended up falling asleep about 10 different times. Uh, I was just weak. And I was like, man, I got to be one of the ones feeling this 50%. So the rest of the day went on like that. Just couldn't get out of bed, just couldn't get off the couch. Uh, I was just losing. And so then finally, as the night ends, I start to feel a little better, start to get hungry. Like I just ate some soup just not to press it. Press it. Then after that, I was still hungry, so I had a little snack. And I went to bed still not feeling the greatest. But then the next morning when I woke up, it was like nothing ever happened. It was like a dream. It was perfect the next day. So odd as that may be, I don't know if that's scary for some people that haven't taken it or relatable for others that have taken it. Um, yeah, I was one of the 50% that felt it. I only felt it for a day, thank God. And if that's all I got to do to, you know, quote unquote, avoid the effects or the long lasting effects or the fatal effects. then I guess I'm OK with signing up for that. One day didn't take me down too much, but uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel it because I felt it. So that's my PSA for today. If you're taking it, either take the day off or take a weekend off or something like that so you can uh, recover in peace if need be or just sleep if need be. Or hopefully if you get the right one and you don't feel it, you're good to go. Just wish I could say the same, 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 same. So did anybody catch the Oscars? I know I wasn't really catching them. Um, but then I saw that uh, Two Distant Strangers was going to win. And my frat brother, my homeboy, my Aggie brother, Terrence J, was one of the uh, producers on that. So we done got us an Oscar. So shout out to us. Shout out to TJ for all the hard work he's done. Um, shout out to the film. It was a, an amazing cast. And uh, it was a really good film. It's only 30 minutes. Go check it out if you haven't checked it out. It's worth your time. And you'd be supporting us. So we win. But speaking of winning, I can't believe they did all that to set up Chad Chadwick for the win. And he didn't win. All that going on. But, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to necessarily just craft an award for somebody posthumously. Um, but shoot, they craft awards for people all the time. Whether they uh, get it on their next run or... The one that they were supposed to get, they kind of give them their just due. Kind of like athletes getting a contract for what they've already done instead of what they're about to do. I guess it's somewhere in that that realm, but it's not like you know his work has gone in vain or, or nobody remembers the good things that he's done. And who knows, maybe you know whoever beat him out actually deserved it. So it is what it is, but I think it's interesting that you know everything, the way that it was set up, it seemed like he was going to be a shoe-in and then he didn't. That's the Oscars for you, though. But if you're living for an awards, then you're not really living. Message. You know, if you're only doing anything to, you know, get something to remember you by, then you miss the point. Just put in the work and people will remember the work. Of course, we always remember champions because they're listed. But we always remember the ones who put in a lot of work because their legacy uh, is left on and passed down to generations. You can't pass the trophies down. You can't pass the titles down with their name on it. But you can pass down the work. You can pass down the influence. You can pass down the understanding. You can pass down uh, 
really their livelihood. You can pass down everything, including a smile. Message. You can pass down tools and t- tips and tricks on how to navigate through this world and how to fight when you know there's no more fight left in you and how to push on when it doesn't seem possible. So if that's all we have to remember and by, I think that's more than enough. And that's probably more than any type of trophy or an award can fill up. So it is what it is. Every win ain't a win. Every loss ain't a loss. But since I'm talking about wins and losses, um, I don't know. This is probably a flaw. It's probably not the right thing to do, um, especially with some of the messages I preach. But every now and again, uh, I do some checking up on people in the past and life situations in the past just to see when a clearer mindset and when I'm looking back on it, if I made the right decisions or, you know, if where I thought I was wronged, I wasn't really wronged. And now that I can see it clearly from the other side, I can kind of look in hindsight and be like, oh, I could have done that better or I should have done that better. Or maybe this person wasn't that bad or maybe I was a little worse than I thought. You know, just some self-reflection and also just some checking in, you know, really checking to see how much I was tripping or how much I was, you know, really going through it. So I say all that to say, uh, doing some doom scrolling through Facebook not too long ago and ran across an old coworker and that sent me down a rabbit hole and I was like, well, let me look at my old boss, uh, one of the ones that I'd call my tormentor who was really putting me through hell. Let me look and see uh, if I was tripping. Was he really the jerk that I thought he was? Was he really the racist that I assumed him to be? Was he really that person that, you know, I had all those struggles with or was it my fault? You know, now that I'm quote unquote better, now that I'm in a better place, in a better spot, two jobs removed from that place, um, multiple positions and, and dollars too from that place. You know, now that I'm looking at it clearly with no expectations and, and nothing needed from him, you know, really, let me just plop in and see if I still feel the same way I felt. So I'm looking through there and, you know, family picture here, family picture there. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I already know. But since I was already there, just happened to scroll across and seeing some of his posts and, you know, asking questions and debating on the value of employees and workers and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, still a jerk, still a jerk, still not getting the big picture. Then I was looking through a little more and I was like, well, one of the things that I always like to check on when I get new friends or old friends is to check their posts around, you know, political times and and times when the world was making a big fuss and see where they stood on the fuss. And so, you know, you saw some expected things in the Novembers of 2016s and the Novembers of 2020s. No big deal. Life goes on. You can't necessarily judge a person by that. And then I scrolled through there one last spot and I saw that he was a big name on Parlor, and he wanted people to, you know, follow him there. And I looked at the people that were following him there and I was like, yep, he's the racist I thought he was. And not only that, he was still a jerk and all that stuff. So even if he was cool, he'd still be a jerk. So every now and again, you got to check in and make sure that you aren't tripping. But don't stay there too long. There's a reason why you're past it. And there's a reason why you're above where you're at. And there's a reason why, you know, you're not in that situation anymore, but it's made you stronger. He's living life. He ain't worried about me. And honestly, I'm not really worried about him. Uh, And just to make sure I wasn't. I think that there were some things in place on his page that let me know, like, this is not anything that, one, I did to, you know, wild myself out. And two, this is not anything that I need to deal about or wor- deal with or worry about. You know, I'm beyond that. And I probably was beyond that when I was still in it. I just didn't know it yet. I was a lot stronger than I thought I was. I just didn't have the power to realize it. Now that I do, it's never again. 
I know who he is. I'll take it for face value. I'm sure sometime down the line I'll run into him one day. We'll exchange some random pleasantry. We'll keep it moving. And that's life. That's the way the game goes. Like I said, every win ain't a win. Every loss ain't a loss. Suffered a lot of losses. But uh, I don't even need big wins. I just need to know that my real win came from within. If I had figured it out a little sooner, I might have won bigger. Oh, well. At least I'm gone. But it's funny that I... I keep talking about wins and losses. I really didn't mean to, you know, stick on that phrase, but it's just kind of the way, uh, kind of the way my life's been working the last couple of weeks. So if you remember, I was talking about an opportunity for growth that I had, and uh, it turns out I didn't get it. And it's funny because uh, <laughs> I'd actually been talking with my boss about it, and he uh, he was like, man, I think you're going to get it. And I was like, I think I'm going to get it too. You know, I was like, I'm not trying to get the big head, but, you know, unless they got you know, the, the champion of all champions down there going against me. I think I got this. Well, it turns out they had the champion of all champions going against me, so I didn't get it. And it was a little bit of a blow, a little bit of a blow to the ego, but not in the sense of me not deserving it or, or me um, feeling so arrogant like I couldn't be beaten. I was just confident. I put forth my best effort, and that's where I left it. Like, I'm not upset that, um, well, I am upset I didn't get it, but I'm not like mortified life went on uh, my jobs go on my my roles go on um, this was just a stepping stone this is something I tried and you know for no other reason I got my name out there in some places where it wasn't and I'm pretty sure that that's going to be an investment for the long run so you know while I didn't win the big prize this one you know I'm probably setting myself up for something greater and sometimes it happens that way uh, and that's the kind of attitude I'm proud of myself for having I'm proud of myself for believing in myself, knowing I'm confident, knowing that I'm good enough to do it. I just wasn't selected. You know, everybody doesn't win every time. Uh, even when you're supposed to win, even when you the chips are in your favor, even when you have the best talent, sometimes you don't win. Sometimes it's your fault. Sometimes it's life. Sometimes, you know, the other person stepped up and did something amazing. Um, and sometimes people make mistakes. Hindsight proves that, you know, you can't always fix them or sometimes you can go around and correct them didn't work out for me that's okay um but what was interesting about it was i took that same attitude into another uh situation and another presentation and everybody in there was like yeah you're being real arrogant you need to humble yourself and all this stuff in so many words you know business speak and it got me thinking like i'm not doing anything that wrong and if you know me well enough you know that um you know where my line on confidence lies and you know where I'm going too far. But I've spent too much time hiding and, and being too humble. I'm still humble, but I am hungry. Uh, I am still full of humility, but that doesn't mean I have to bow down or cower to to what you feel like I should be doing. You know, if I shouldn't be there, then I wouldn't be there. But I'm there for a reason. And it's important that I remember that. And it's important that you remember that when you're going through whatever you're going through as well, because there's always going to be somebody that, you know, feels like you could have do it, done it differently or, or gone through something in a slightly different manner. And as long as you're not losing your mind or yourself, then it's OK. And it's OK to be corrected. It's OK to be wrong. It's OK to lose sometimes. But when you know that you're doing the right thing and you know you're walking in your purpose, uh, it's going to look different to somebody and everybody's not going to understand that same hunger. Everybody's not going to understand that same feeling. And that's OK. They can either catch up or they can 
you know, hitch themselves to you and, and find a way to help correct you into a place that helps you both win. Either way, uh, I'm just kind of using that mindset. And I'm still going back to what I said, you know, many episodes ago at this point. I'm going to be exceptional and I'm going to do exceptional things. And if it doesn't have a title on it, that's OK. As long as I stay true to myself, as long as I remain hungry through my humility and as long as if you take a deep dive, you can see what's happening on the inside then you'll understand what you think you might see on the surface. But I'm just not going to be anybody or whoever you want me to be, not without being myself first. So even though I lost, I still won. And even though you think I might have been winning too much, like they say in sports, you want to stop somebody or you want them to stop celebrating, beat them. So that's that. But that's enough. That's life for now. Uh, Let's go ahead and get to some uplift. So I've really been trying to step up my golf game. It's been struggling for a long time. Um, But as I continue to play a little bit more and get more in the groove of what I used to do, and I don't know, maybe this is, you know, my connection to my dad, or or maybe this is just me and my friends getting old and and doing more old people things. Either way, it's time for an upgrade. So I've been slowly but surely upgrading, you know, my clubs and my equipment. One, because it's expensive, and if you do it at once, you know, yikes. But also, um, I just want to take things at a time. I don't want to go ahead and get a brand new game and think that everything's going to change right away. Because oftentimes, it's not the equipment. It's how you're using it, and it's the person. And if you got so conditioned to using things that are broken and and trying to make a way for them, you might bring those broken tools and habits into your next spot. So while I picked one or two clubs at a time to upgrade, it helped me to dish some of the bad habits that I was using with the bad clubs and work on some of the things that I know better with the good clubs. Take that with the, uh, the new upgrades and technology and my game is going to a whole new level. I just needed to reflect on the scorecard. So I need to put together some more complete sets. However, there was one part of my game that I was really struggling on and I was like, I'm getting some new clubs. So I went in there to get some and I was like, these are the ones I want. They're cheap. They'll work. And the guy there was like, well, why don't you hit them for a second? So he let me go in the little cage or the little uh, simulator and hit them. And they were trash. I couldn't hit them for nothing. And he was like, I don't think these are the clubs that you want. And I was like, yeah, you might be right. He's like, they're cheap, but they're cheap for a reason. Again, every win and win, every loss and a loss. So he sent me through and looked at some other clubs and figured out, you know, what was working. And even when I found the clubs that I really wanted, I was still struggling. Not struggling as much as I was with the bad clubs, but I was still struggling. And it kind of hit him and it hit me at the same time. Some of this is mental. Everything isn't the situation. Everything isn't um, the equipment. Everything isn't the process. Sometimes you have to get in your own head and figure out what's going on there. And if you can fix that, then everything else on the outcome will be fixed. So while I came in there wanting to, you know, spend this much money and get these many things, uh, it was important enough for me to take the time and check myself first. And once I fixed some things within myself, it was a little bit easier for me to make the right choice. And once I was able to make the right choice, then all the mechanics that I wanted to were able to come out in a fashion that made me excited and want to, you know, buy something else. Of course, those are more expensive than the other ones. So, you know, you get what you pay for. But isn't that the reason why people go to Chick-fil-A? They respect the process. They respect the humility. They respect the customer care. And so they're willing to pay twice as much money for them little small nuggets just because they tell you my pleasure and give you as many sauces as they want. 
hey, I'm not knocking it. I mean, that's just the process. And if you're willing to pay for it, then they're willing to uh, do it and they're willing to charge you for it. So I'm not knocking it. But what it does mean, you know, for this season of uplift, it means let's look at figuring out what our root cause is. Do we care more about the internal satisfaction or the outward appearance? If we can fix one, the other will automatically have an impact. So let's make sure we're looking inward. We're fixing ourselves before we go out to buy our happiness because we all know money can't buy you things it might make you look good or it might put you in a different position but it's just more money more problems it's just carrying on it's just setting yourself up for things that uh, will just magnify and then you'll be out of luck and out of money so handle the uh handle the important stuff first which is the person in the mirror and then everything else will come after that life comes at you fast i'm just trying to keep up with yesterday But I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. And hope you'll join me again. Because once I get done tallying all these wins and losses, I'm definitely going to need some help trying to find out where did I park, park, park.